Welcome to the Cook Who Can't Eat podcast, where we're making food, family, and life a little easier, one bite at a time. Hello, my friend. I'm so glad that you're here. You know those bowls of fruit that people paint, there's pictures of, they always look so yummy, but they're lying to us. Stacking all that fruit in there together is actually the fastest way to end up with a bowl of rotten fruit. We're all aware that groceries can make a very significant impact on our budget, especially right now when the prices just keep going up. I don't know about you, but a lot of times we buy fresh fruits and vegetables with good intentions and even specific dishes in mind, but sometimes life or my body gets in the way. So when it's time to make that dish, it just breaks my heart when we realize some of those key ingredients have spoiled. We've all experienced this. It's frustrating watching our hard-earned money turn to food waste. Fortunately, there are a few ways you can avoid this or give yourself a little more of a fighting chance. Since I'm always looking for new ways to stretch our grocery budget, this is an area that I found that we can easily make a significant difference. It all starts with proper storage and understanding which fruits and vegetables can and cannot be stored together. Some items release something called ethylene gas. It's a natural hormone, but it promotes ripening. So when high ethylene producing produce is stored with sensitive items or other high producers, you're going to get a lot of rotten produce really quickly. Take apples and bananas. Storing these two very high ethylene producing fruits together speeds up that ripening process and you're going to end up with spoiled bananas and apples if you're not eating them fast enough. You also have to be careful with items that are sensitive to the gas. For instance, avocados, they are very ethylene gas sensitive. So if they're stored near or with high ethylene producing fruit, those avocados can spoil in as quickly as a day. To avoid premature spoiling, there are two rules you should follow when you're considering the effects of ethylene gas. First, always store high ethylene producing produce away from items that are sensitive to it, like avocados or tomatoes. Second, store your high ethylene producing produce items away from each other. For example, if you have apples and oranges, they're both high producers. Separating them will significantly increase their shelf life. The seasonality of fruits and vegetables also play a significant role. In-season fruits and vegetables are typically harvested closer to when you would actually be consuming them, and they're often sourced locally or regionally, meaning that they're going to spend less time in storage or transportation. Shortening that time means that freshness is not only going to enhance the taste and the texture of your dishes, but it will also extend the shelf life of the produce itself. Factors such as temperature, humidity, and airflow, as well as proper washing and handling techniques also play a fairly significant role. Here are a few simple ways you can keep produce fresher longer. Let's talk about some of the fruits and vegetables that most of us use. Potatoes are a staple in my household and many others. 
However, they can sprout and become soft if not stored correctly. The key is to store them in a cool, dark, and well-ventilated area away from direct sunlight. A cool pantry or cellar is ideal. Make sure, though, that you are separating them from onions, as onions emit a moisture that causes potatoes to spoil fast. Now, if we look at those onions, they also want a cool, dark, dry, and well-ventilated environment. Just make sure they're separate from those potatoes. Bell peppers, eggplant, and squash thrive in cooler temperatures, so the refrigerator is really your best bet. However, it's essential to store them in a perforated plastic bag so that it can maintain some moisture while allowing airflow. This will prevent them from drying out or becoming mushy. These are very sensitive to ethylene gas, so be careful not to store them near or with high producers. When it comes to apples and oranges, refrigeration is the way to go. Keep them in a crisper drawer or a plastic bag to maintain a little bit of humidity. However, be careful. Apples are high ethylene gas producers. You really want to make sure you're paying attention to where you're storing them and what they're around. Carrots and celery prefer a slightly humid yet cold environment. Keep them fresh, loosely wrap a lightly damp paper towel and store them in a breathable bag inside of your refrigerator. This will help them maintain their crunchiness and stop them from drying out. Grapes, berries, and tomatoes are prone to quickly grow mold and spoil. The refrigerator is your best bet. It definitely slows down the growth of mold and bacteria, and there are a few little tricks you can use that may help you extend their shelf life. The first option, which is the one I use the most, is you're going to store them unwashed in a breathable container with a paper towel inside. This method is really successful, and I have found that it definitely extends the shelf life of those fruits and vegetables. But just make sure that they are getting washed before you consume them. The next option is something I see a lot of people do. You wash your fruit when you first get it, and then you store it inside some kind of container in the refrigerator. This is going to shorten that shelf life. It no longer has kind of that natural protectant on it, and you've gotten it wet. So that's just a breeding ground for the mold and bacteria that will cause them to spoil. The third option, and I know a lot of people really love this one, when you get the produce, wash it in a four to one water to vinegar solution, let them dry, and then store them in a breathable container in your refrigerator. This method does tend to be very successful in prolonging the life of your produce. No matter how you prep and store them though, it really is crucial to wash them before consuming. These fruits and produce items are incredibly sensitive to ethylene gas, so storing them in their own container away from high producers is also going to make a huge difference. Last, let's look at our beloved bananas. In my house, my kids either inhale them or they sit there and go black, and I can never seem to buy it correctly, but we try. Bananas can ripen very quickly, but you can slow this process down by separating them or wrapping plastic wrap around their stems. If you have ripe bananas that you're worried are going to spoil, but you're not quite ready to use them, you can put them in the refrigerator and that will extend their life a day or two. What I like to do is I actually peel the bananas, 
put it in a bag and I freeze them. Then when I want one for a smoothie or a recipe, I've already got perfectly ripe bananas that I can quickly defrost. Now, bananas produce a very large amount of ethylene gas, so you really have to be careful about what you store with them. While this fruit can spoil other produce really quickly, you can use it to your benefit. If you have a fruit or a vegetable that you need to ripen fairly quickly, throw it in a paper bag along with a banana for a day and it's going to be perfect. Having to throw out fruits and veggies because they have spoiled just kills me. It's just so frustrating. And I always purchase with the best intentions, but when my body quits or life gets in the way, it's just frustrating. So here are a few ways that I've been trying to reduce loss on the purchasing end. First, I always purchase mindfully. I try and plan my meals for a set period of time, usually not longer than a week, and I only buy what I need to make that plan. When you do this, it is important to take into consideration your family's eating habits, portion sizes, the length of time the different ingredients will be in your refrigerator or any big events that you and your family may have coming up. And don't forget to take into account your energy level for cooking. Purchasing for a plan can help you avoid buying excess amounts that end up going to waste. When I'm planning out my meals, I also try and make sure that ingredients that maybe spoil faster or are a little less shelf-stable are earlier in the week and things that use maybe root vegetables like carrots or celery that can last longer towards the end of the week. Another option, and this is probably my favorite, I like to prep and freeze my own produce when they are in season at their peak freshness. I do this a lot, especially with bell peppers, onions, jalapenos, green beans, asparagus, bananas, you get the idea. Anything that freezes easily, you can do this with. For example, with a bell pepper, I will cut it into about one by one pieces. And then I take all of them from one pepper and I freeze them together, either in a vacuum seal bag or a freezer bag. For the next several months, whenever a recipe calls for that bell pepper, rather than just get something that's okay from the grocery store, I go and grab my frozen one that I know is going to give me the best flavor. This is the same way big brands create their bags of frozen vegetables and fruit, but you can do it yourself for a lot less money. The third option that a lot of people use is dehydration. You can dehydrate produce when it's in season, and then when you're ready to use it, you simply add water or moisture. Personally, I don't use this method because I don't have a dehydrator, but there are a lot of ways you can do it whether you have a dehydrator or not. Once you understand that these fruits and vegetables each have unique storage needs, you can really start reducing your food waste and enjoying these delicious ingredients before they spoil, not to mention saving your money. Let's talk about why in-season produce matters. When you cook with in-season produce, you're working with ingredients that are at their peak flavor and quality. They're typically harvested closer to the time you're going to consume them, meaning they've spent less time in transit and storage. This freshness will enhance the taste and the texture of your dishes. 
In fact, if you have a picky eater, the best time to introduce new foods is when that food is in season. It really does make a huge difference. In-season produce also retains a lot more of its nutrients. They can lose a lot of their nutritional value over time, especially if they're stored for extended periods like an out-of-season item would be. Cooking and consuming them while they're in season is going to give you not just the best taste and texture, but also the best nutritional value. When fruits and vegetables are in season, local farmers and markets have an abundant supply, which usually means that they're going to drive the price down. And this affordability allows you to incorporate more into your meals without killing your budget. Each season has its own set of fruits and vegetables with distinct flavors and characteristics. This lets you explore new recipes, experiment with different flavors, and it keeps your meals more exciting and out of that dinnertime rut. By taking advantage of the abundance and the affordability of in-season produce, you can create delicious, healthy, and budget-friendly dishes while you're still supporting local farmers. Here are the tips that I don't want you to forget. Always store ethylene-sensitive and ethylene-producing items separately. Consider the seasonality of the produce that you're purchasing. Be mindful of the proper storage conditions, especially temperature, humidity, and airflow. Purchase based on a set plan and ideally what's in season. Finally, find ways to stop ripening by freezing or dehydrating. I really want us all to create kitchens where produce doesn't go to waste and our meals are accessible and sustainable, delicious, and eating is an experience. If you want information on what produce is in season and how to cook with those ingredients, go to wellblendedlife.com and sign up to cook seasonally with us. Each month, I will send you what's in season along with a recipe that uses those ingredients. Thank you for being here, my friend. Be sure to subscribe because next time we're going to talk about our teens and tweens. Don't leave yet. Next, I'm going to show you one of the ways that I make my in-season produce last longer. As much as we wish it to be true, our favorite fruits and vegetables aren't always in season. Even if we find them at the store during the off season, it's just not the same. That taste and texture that we crave can only happen when that fruit or vegetable is in season. Well, I don't like that and neither does my family. So I started freezing our favorite produce when it's at its very best. This doesn't work with everything, but I'm guessing it'll work with at least a few of your favorites. What's great about this is I get to have that in-season flavor and texture no matter what time of year, and it's helped us reduce our food waste. I now have some backstock of fresh fruits and vegetables I can use whenever I need them, and I'm not worried about something going bad or spoiling in the fridge if I can't get to it in time because maybe my body's just not cooperating. Here's how it works. While your fruit or vegetable is in-season, buy a whole bunch of it, and this is actually a little bit of a bonus because when it's in season there's usually a surplus and that drives down the price. 
So now you're not only going to save the taste and texture of your in-season produce, you're also going to save on your grocery budget. Slice your items into manageable sized pieces. For example, with a bell pepper or onion, I like to cut them into one inch by one inch pieces. For fruits like kiwi, banana, or strawberries, I cut them into slightly larger than bite-sized pieces. To freeze, I cover a sheet pan with a layer of plastic wrap, then I put down a piece of parchment paper. I spread my pieces out evenly in one layer, cover that with another piece of plastic wrap, and I freeze it for about 24 hours. Once that's done, take the pans out of the freezer and quickly transfer your pieces into whatever airtight, freezer-safe option you prefer. For us, I like to freeze things like bell peppers and onions in individual bags. So while, yes, it's cut into pieces, each one of the bags is one bell pepper or one onion. For fruits like berries and bananas, I store them all together in a large bag or container because we usually use them for smoothies or when we need mixed fruit. Once everything's in a container, label, date, and get it back in the freezer as quickly as possible. And now it's available for you to use for the next three to six months, depending on what the item is. Keep in mind that this doesn't work well for all produce. Melons, celery, potatoes, things like that, they don't freeze and defrost very well. So keep that in mind before you buy a whole bunch of it and freeze it. This has really helped me create a more accessible kitchen and I get to skip the whole out of season time for some of our favorite produce. Accessibility matters. So the audio for every episode is available on your favorite podcast platform and in video with audio and closed captions on our YouTube channel. While you're there, be sure to subscribe because we have some amazing episodes coming up. Thank you for joining me. Until next time, my friend.